It's the A Show. On CKCC Radio. It's the Big Trash Show tonight. That's The A Show. Crank it up. Turn on the mic. Get those levels just right. time juggling schedules and covid issues and softball or wiffle ball issues and then <laughs> other quarterfinal matchups having illnesses as well that weren't covid and like it was just like a um, a whirlpool of of uh, shit so the the spring season is going to last until like July, but that's okay because we're going to continue the quarterfinals now here on the A Show on CKCC Radio. Woo! Matt and the unfortunately eliminated Chris Decker. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking to Chris O'Mealy. I'm not going to Action Park. I ain't doing shit for a long time. <laughs> um, Decker has been eliminated by Chris O'Mealy in the reverse WWE draft, and now it is my turn here in the Tournament of Champions and in a rematch from our matchup to start the season. Yes. Andy Peck is here. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for coming. Pleasure, um, Andy. It's all on this side. <laughs> it's going to be fun because we are doing the reverse draft ourselves, but with current day AEW. Hey, uh, while Andy's here, a uh, formal congratulations on what's going on with the Peck family. That's uh, super oh, exciting what you got going on, man. Welcome, welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> he he did. Yeah. He built a fence at his house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, we're, we're all very excited for Andy and Carissa with their expected child. Yes, we'll be finding out the uh, sex of the baby on next Saturday. I'm not sure when this is going to air, but it'll be the 21st, so we're excited. It'll it'll air before that, so. Well, our best wishes on a a nice and easy uh, pregnancy. Uh, Also go out to another one of our uh, our quarterfinalists, uh, uh, Coach Cal. Yes. When you win on the ace show, you'll win a baby. <laughs> and without divulging too much, um, I'm very excited for Sean and Heather, and it's going to be super awesome. She oh. is pretty far along. They waited a while to announce, right? But it's super awesome. They are they are great people. Babies all over the place with our quarterfinalists that are not myself or Chris. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. We are fresh off of SmackDown this past Friday in Wilkes-Barre. We're fresh off of High Tension Wrestling's debut on Saturday. It was crazy what happened at SmackDown on Friday night, wasn't it, Andy? I can't believe 
that King Kong Bundy was reincarnated and beat <laughs> Roman Reigns for the Universal title. I saw it coming. There was there was hints along the way. I can't believe Paul Bowes the new twenty four seven champion. That I can believe. <laughs> he he calls up. He's like, "Hey guys, I can do a point," and they're like, "Signed." <laughs> um, uh, PPW news: Andy Hedder teaming with Colt Cabana at their next show. Oh, that's is, cool. Is, is that an actual thing, or are we still making stuff up? No, that's legit. Whoa, cool, cool <laughs> PPW. Uh, so stay tuned to the interwebs for that. But what we're doing here today is the reverse AEW draft. I will draft for Andy. Andy will draft for me. We went over uh, some of the stipulations and guidelines off the air, which include none. <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> draft until you feel that your opponent has a complete card. You cannot say, like, oh, you have three people, build a card. No, you have to give them a fair chance to build an actual card. Uh, Decker will do the gimmick, the pick a number one to ten. Yes. And uh, to see who drafts first. So, Decker, go ahead with that. Uh, I have picked a number. We will let uh, the non-host go first. Andy Peck, your pick for the number that I'm thinking of. Six. Matt. Three. Andy Peck wins. My number was five. Ah. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to pick four. <laughs> so Andy gets to pick for me first. Let this be known. This was the finals of the first round. And now this has moved on to become a court. So this has officially become a not as prestigious uh, type of matchup we have here as it's moved down the cards. Yes. So, Andy, what are you saddling me with first? You're getting Michael Nakazawa. Okay. Okay, that's not the worst. That is definitely not the worst. He's going to get the worst. He is getting Dr. Luther, Deathmatch King. I think Dr. Luther was that's like the great. first guy. I love it. No, I think the first guy picked last time was uh, Colton Gunn. And, like, <laughs> um, and like now to show how much they've advanced, like, I guarantee Colton Gunn's not even – I drafted. Well, that could be wrong. All right. Okay. Just looking through the roster here quick. I'm going to give you uh, QT Marshall. Okay. I can work with this so far, and I'm going to give you Brian Pillman. (laughs) That's unfortunate. (laughs) Especially after, what, now two weeks ago? That that promo where he's like, I'm super fired up, and then he just got beaten like a fucking jerk off. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to have him cut a promo. So, <laughs> Matt, I'm going to give you uh, pretty Peter Avalon. Oh! <laughs> okay. See, I don't think that this is so bad so far. That said, I am... Very disappointed by the lack of Satnam Singh on this roster to give you. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, don't you sour the name of Satnam Singh. So if we are keeping it bad, which we can do, uh, you have on your roster the very charismatic Brock Anderson. Oh, that man's uh, – okay. uh, I, I kind of like Brock Anderson – but, uh, yeah, he, he, he don't do much. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate him as a as a pick here, but I'm going to give you the Brandon Cutler. Okay. Oh, Landon. Yes. I am going to give you Spooky Alex Abrahantes. <laughs> is Alex Abrahantes alone? <laughs> the fuck is he going to uh, do? No, wait. He's on the broadcast team. Does that count? Well, he is a manager, technically. I mean, he's not. He he's not. A, he's I, not an announcer. He's spooky. As he's spooky under Alex, the bro- he is under the broadcast. He is under the broadcast team on this. So I'll, I'll take last, it though. It's when's fun. the last time he broadcasted? And when's the last time he was spooky? Uh last time he was spooky was like three weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that's fun. I, I have ideas for him already. It's it's okay. Let's see. I think I will give you, man, wait, give me a second here. Let me, uh, I'm going to give you the tag team of Griff Garrison and, uh, Holton Gun. Wow. In South Carolina, Griff Garrison's like a fucking made man down here. He's like, he's like the upstart. Like, uh, this indie show I tried to get on, which I don't think I'm getting on. Uh, it's like Griff Garrison and his tag team partner who's not Prime Pillman against FTR. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good night for Griff Garrison is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. and Julia, I hate you, Hart. <laughs> Julia, I'm spooky, I guess, Hart. So with the fifth pick... So only one more for each of us after this than the wild card. Yeah. You are getting Aaron Solo. Damn, he was going to be on the tag team that I was giving you. I guess I got to give you a different tag team then. I will give you, as a tag team, Anthony Agogo. Oh. And the Big Show. Ah! They just punch guys. That is fantastic. Paul White and Anthony Agogo. It's yeah, sorry. Big Paul White, Agogo not the show. show. <laughs> no more BS. You can have Red Velvet. Oh, she's a baddie. Got a baddie there, Andy. And now it's time for the wild card. So anyone outside of AEW. <laughs> he just gives you, like, one of the guys that walked out of his contract. He's like, you're getting Jack Evans. <laughs> Anybody outside of... Oh, wait. So there's no limitations on this at all. Nope. As long as they're not in AEW and they are currently a wrestler. Easy. You're getting facade. (laughs) All right. Get jokes. So you're getting a tag team and one of them is Shanky. (laughs) (laughs) The other member of the tag team. Commander Z's. No, 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 no. Because that could actually be a, a, a viable gimmick. Oh, okay. Oh, so you want to give him, like, Shanky and, like, uh, who's, uh, Nate Webb? <laughs> That'd be really funny. I just want Shanky to come out to Teenage Dirtbag now. But no, I'm going to give you Shanky and Boa. Oh, my God. Oh, who? Boa from NXT. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. And it's not just that it's bad. There's just nothing redeemable about them. No. Like, it's not like you gave him the Authors of Pain, and you're like, oh, man, the Authors of Pain were rad. It's like, Shanky kind of sucks. Actually, he does suck. He's the suckiest one. Uh, and Boa, who's just like a green guy, you know? 
And now back to the AEW roster. I'll give you Rebel. Oh, ooh, that was a good pick. And I'm going to give you Brian Cage. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think him and Tully Blanchard are going to be all right. I guess I'll give you AQA. Okay. AQA. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know her. She's officially <laughs> rostered, so. Yeah. I think in my head, I was like, oh, her name's Aha or something. <laughs> Making her way to the ring. Aqua. <laughs> but there's no you, so it's Aha. Uh, let's see. You're going to need another woman to wrestle Red Velvet, maybe. But everyone else is pretty good, so that's kind of a bummer. I know. Yeah, their, their women's roster isn't terrible. I mean, honestly, their their roster in general isn't the worst. Like, if we did WWE, it, that would be. Yeah. Last year, when you were talking about the women's roster, it was like, oh, okay, it's got it. Like, but it has like everybody has like become like so like you can't even say like Riho because you're like, oh, Riho, all right, that's cool, you know. So, with that said, I'm going to give you, by himself, Luchasaurus. So, so no additional woman. Just... <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. Cause I'll, I'll I have, figure it out. I have plans, anyway. I have plans Luchasaurus anyway. could be a woman we don't even know. I mean, that's a... I mean, there's a reason <laughs> why I'm asked on a face. He's a female... Well, they're a female dinosaur, I guess. That, right? Correct. I mean, unless this is Jurassic uh, Park and then all dinosaurs are females. How many more rounds do we have here? Uh, until you feel we have full rosters, like we've gone, uh, we've gone nine rounds, so it's not really a lot yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to plan out here. I'm gonna give you Alan Angels. That sucks because I was gonna give you Alan Angels next. Yeah. So let's see. It's getting kind of tougher now because everyone's pretty good. Oh, no, you get Tony Nese. Yeah, you got Tony Nese. <laughs> Beat the shit out of Dan Housen. <laughs> but that makes me think that that guy's leg's not fully healed yet. Possibly. Didn't he, like, break it at the knee and, like, they're like, we have to recover it? <laughs> like, I heard it was a terrible break. Yeah, it was apparently very bad. I'm going to give you negative one. Okay. Whoa. Controversial pick. And I'm going to give you uh, Leva Bates. Okay. You have, I'm not sure how he's still around, but Nick Camarado. Okay. Which one's and the caveman? Camarado. Okay. And good luck figuring out what to do with Sean Spears. I think I will give you, It's it's getting harder here. I just realized uh, all the EVP cronies have been taken. Nakazawa, Cutler, and uh, QT Marshall. Yes. Like, it was like, it was as if the Bucks, Kenny, and uh, Cody were like, we're going to allow one friend in. That's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and at least Cutler did, being the elite, like, I don't know what Nakazawa did beforehand, and I never heard QT Marshall prior. I'll give you uh, Fuego Del Sol. That's fine. Ooh, good one. I will give you Great Value Randy Orton being Frankie Kazarian. Oh, how dare you. Randy Orton from Wish, Frankie Kazarian. I wish I could give you Which guys gun one did I... You give me Colton Gun. 
okay, you're getting Austin as well, but Colton was part of the tag team, so you cannot pair them up. Correct? Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> but but can I? I mean, I guess you could make a six man tag. You've actually given me quite uh, a bit I can do here. Matt, give Andy Sammy Guevara with Tay Conte and his ex girlfriend. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um, if we're looking for terrible, for the record, I have no issue giving you box on his head, Kip Sabian. <laughs> How that guy lasted this long, I do not know. I am interested, though. I'm intrigued of of where it's going. If there's a plan, they they got me for that. I hope there's a dark side of the ring on that. It's just like, Kit Saban just lost his mind and kept coming to TV with the box of his head. This lasted two years. <laughs> well, he took the box off his head. It was just a skeleton head. It was like Scorpion. Or he just takes off the box and starts to wrestle like it was never there. <laughs> and it's just never spoken of again. What are you talking about? <laughs> I had him... Uh... He walks around the crowd before the show and everything. I went to AEW a few weeks ago. He doesn't talk because I saw him. He was walking right up the aisle. I took a card specifically because I figured I would run into him at some point. Asked him if he could sign the card and everything. He just straight up does not talk. It's all nonverbal gestures and stuff. It's pretty interesting. I was hoping you gave him a card like a Valentine's Day card. Oh, no, no, no. Like a trading card to sign. Yeah. Yeah. It said, I choo choo choose you. <laughs> uh, so we have gotten to where we um, have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. We've gone 14 rounds. Do you think that you need more? For you or for me? Uh, for yourself. Like, do I need to give you more? Or do um, you think I need to give you more? I think I could make a card out of what you've given me. And I think I can make a card out of what you've given me. Here's my thought. Let's go one more round, and then we'll we'll go to break. Okay, okay. sounds good. Um, I'm going to give you a, another tag team. It is going to be this is we're, this is rough. We're uh, there's only like good people left in my opinion that I'm seeing anyway. But I do want to give you another tag team. Oh, Serpentico and Mark Henry is oh, your tag team. Excellent. Excellent. And I will give you, to wrap things up, the worst member of the Jericho Appreciation Society, Jake Hager. Oh, good one. I don't hate that. That's fine. So, <laughs> for those playing the home game, uh, those are not getting booked are the AEW World Champion Adam Page, the AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, uh, one half of the AEW Tag Team Champions, Jungle Boy, <laughs> uh, the TNT Champion, Scorpio Sky, the TBS Champion, Jade Cargill, along with Adam Cole, <laughs> Alex Reynolds, Andrade, Angelo, uh, Daddy, or, uh, Cool Hand Ange, Angelo Parker, which is the best name, uh, Billy Gunn, uh, Anthony Bowens, Bobby Fish, uh, uh, the Brody King, Brian Danielson, Buddy Matthews, Cash Wheeler, Chris Jericho, Christian Cage, Christopher Daniels, Cole Cabana, CM Punk, Chuck Taylor, Dan Housen, Daniel Garcia, Dante Martin, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, Dustin Rhodes, 
Axe Harwood, Darius Martin, Ethan Page, Evil Uno. Oh, they definitely, oh, nope. Hook, <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy. You guys could have taken any member of the private parties. Uh, that, that would have been, I think, acceptable. Jay Lethal, Jeff Hardy, John Silver, John Moxley. Uh, nope, Kip Sabian got it. Kenny Omega, Keith Lee, Kyle O'Reilly, Lance Archer, Lee Johnson, Lee Moriarty, who I have confused more than once, and I apologize to everybody <laughs> that's listening to this. Uh, it makes me sound very cruel and shitty, but I thought Lee Johnson would just was Lee Moriarty. Mark Henry definitely, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson. <laughs> I was like, who's Matt Meenard? And I was like, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, that uh magic. Yeah, fucking, uh, Brad Bad, I think. <laughs> oh, I forgot Matt Seidel was on the roster. Max Caster, Miro, MJF. No, negative one is definitely on there. Uh, Malachi Black, Brody Lee, Nick Jackson, Orange Cassidy, Ortiz, Pac, uh, Press 10 Vance, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta El Zero Miedo, <laughs> I think. Ray Phoenix, or Ray Phoenix, uh, Ricky Starks, Scor- uh, sorry, he said Scorpius guy, Santana, Samoa Joe, Sammy Guevara, Serpentico, oh no, he got taken, uh, Sunny Kiss, Sting, uh, Swerve, they got a lot of fucking people on this roster now, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, I'm not going through the women. Gee, oh, fuck. There's a lot of people on here. All right, they picked the shitty ones. All right, Alex Marvez is still here some way. <laughs> Dasha, who, who, uh, they have, they have six refs now. Mike Posey, which one's he? <laughs> uh, let's see. He what coach mostly is? does, uh, dark, I think. Jer- no, Jerry Lynn. Uh, elevation. Vicky Guerrero was still left on the board. You guys didn't pick Vicky. So, uh, yeah. I considered Vicky, but. Here's what we'll do. We are going to take a break, the quickest first half ever, and we'll be right back with our cards here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, The Ranking Tracks Podcast and The Real Paranormal Talk Podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out The Race Nerd Podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death Bingecast, where the Board to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between, you can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And we're back here on the A-Show, CKCC Radio. Matt, Chris, Andy Peck hanging out with you here. Funny enough, the day after we recorded our first round, or our first um, episode of the season with the three of us, it wound up being the day before 10 years to the day that Andy and I randomly met at an H2O concert in Jersey City. Oh, my City. God. You guys had told that story on the pod. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, the next day it came up in my face. Facebook memories that I went to the H2O show, so I, I sent it to Matt. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the night that Joey Image called Chris Christie fat for two hours. Uh, Matt, did you see the, uh, you know how they're doing all these, the, the new Facebook, like, uh, Russian bot, like, we make your profile picture nice thing? Oh, no, you're, you're not Facebook. Oh. Uh, but you saw the, uh, you saw the thing I saw, I put up with Joe and Jerry, right? Yes. That's excellent. <laughs> That picture was taken in my old backyard in Kingston. <laughs> if I send it to you, can you make that the cover of this episode? <laughs> I will send it to O'Mealy to make it the cover of this episode. Yeah, fucking A. Remember how bad my neighbor was there? The guy who actually lit the ivy on fire? Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't even the worst neighbor we had. No. Because <laughs> there was a guy in Durier that lived upstairs from us that his truck got lit on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow. By by who? For what reason? I need details. Uh, the truck went itself on fire. Like I don't know what happened. Oh. But I woke I, I, thought I woke somebody up to go like, to work. Okay. No. Um and I go outside and I'm like, what's what's all these flashing lights? I walk out the front door and there's a firefighter like, Hey, I almost kicked down your door to get you guys out <laughs> because the driveway had, like, a spray-painted fluorescent yellow pickup truck on fire in it. It's like that, uh, it's like that scene from, uh, from Black Sheep, where the, the fire goes right into the incinerator. The, the truck got towed away. No one told them. So. What? It was, it was like summer break. Ashley was home from work. So he knocks on the door. He's like, where's my truck? <laughs> and she goes, you don't know that your truck was on fire? Imagine being the yeah. owner of a vehicle, and then you take a nap, let's say. You wake up, hey, somebody stole my car. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, your car decided to go uh, uh, Vietnam protester and light itself on fire, and it was taken away. <laughs> so all this dudes- slept through, I'm sure there was some commotion happening, so he slept through all of that, too. A heavy sedative. So his friend looks and goes, I think I know where they took it. And they leave. (laughs) And you're like, the dump? (laughs) What do you know? I got home from work that day, and do you know what was back in the driveway? Oh, no. That pickup truck. Jesus, Lord. (laughs) He bailed it out of wherever it was and drove it home. All charred and burned. Looked like fucking trains, plays, and automobiles. Like, the the seats must have been soaking wet. <laughs> From all the water that came out of the fire hydrant. <laughs> Sometimes they just let them go and just drown the streets of Brooklyn. And all that water was located directly in that man's pickup truck. In that one bench seat. 
Good. That guy Good. then also told us that he thought his water got shut off, or he had his water shut off while they were living there. And then they must have turned it back on, and with air quotes, without his consent. Oh, man, that's bad. And when we got home, Avery's bedroom was flooded. Oh, my God. Because one of the kids had turned on a faucet. <sighs> that that sounds like all of my all of my renting problems here in South Carolina, but it's unrelated to neighbors. It has everything to do with poor, poor management. Oh, no, this this was just like the guy told us they had his water shut off. And we're like, you did on purpose <laughs> while living there with three children? I don't know about that. Uh, uh, please excuse me for a second. I need to turn this AC up. It is very, very hot in here. So not related to bad neighbors that flood out apartments or get their trucks caught on fire. Ashley's going to bed, so I said that at just the right time. Uh, <laughs> we did a reverse AEW draft. That guy would never make it in AEW. That guy couldn't have a pickup truck that didn't catch on fire on its own. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to present our cards, and as – I remember how we did it a couple weeks ago. I believe because I wound up with the first picked person, I would wind up going first. And then you present your card second because you got the second, you received the second pick. Right. That makes sense. So we'll wait for Decker to return uh, from the, from turn down, turn down the AC. Um, real quick, you can go to IWTV, independentwrestling.tv, use the code word DRAFT, and it'll let Jerry know that you signed up through our show, and you can see all the action from this past Saturday night, Saturday night's high-tension wrestling event at the Marketplace in Steamtown. We had JTG and Angelina Love and HC Loke, and I'm trying to remember who else. HTTs Little... were hardcore, right? It might. I'll ask them. Little Guido's on the show. So you can go on IWTV and watch the replay of that. So And also Decker. watch Zona 23 while you're there. <laughs> yeah. My favorite company of all time. Yeah, have so they put more than stuff. one episode on there? Yeah, there's a bunch. They're putting uh, more frequently, too. I have not watched Zona 23 yet, so I'll have to check that out. Give it a try. Your, uh, neighbor's, truck, your neighbor's truck should have ended up in the junkyard uh, of Zona 23. So All right. I, I think I know what I'm getting myself into now. There you go. Wait, wait, you you don't know anything about Zona 23? No. Oh, Is it? you're in for a treat then. It's no, no, essentially a deathmatch company that takes place. Oh, I have to tell you now. It's a deathmatch company that takes place in a junkyard in Mexico. Okay. Tight. That's fucking tight. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to have to watch some of that. So. Yeah. Decker, if I remember correctly, the person who received the first pick presents first. So I, I would present first. Yes. All right. So welcome to AEW Dark from Universal Studios. <laughs> all right. And we open the show with the factory already in the ring. Oh, the man. QT Marshall, Anthony Agogo, Nick Camarado, and, for some reason, The Big Show. Oh! So, it turns out that because of their pay-per-view match last year, 
between QT Marshall and the Big Show. It was QT Marshall had it written into the contract that if Big Show wins, he has to join the factory. What? <laughs> it makes, All right. <laughs> it makes very little sense. I don't know why Big Show signed the contract, but he did. So QT Marshall says, you know, all these other guys are on Dynamite and Rampage. You got your Undisputed Elites and you got your Blackpool Combat Clubs. Well, Dark is going to be the factory show. Okay. All right. I'm into that. Tonight, we're going to make our impact known. So, Agogo and Big Show, get in there. You're up first. Anthony Agogo and the Big Show get in the ring. QT Marshall and Nick Camarado hang out at ringside. And their opponents are the team of Serpentico and Mark Henry. Mark Henry in a very colorful singlet uh, because he is now, um, we've had enough talk, it's time for the main event, Mark Henry. <laughs> which is like my 1A on the Mount Rushmore of Mark Henry's behind, oh, man. behind Hall of Pain, Mark Henry. Sam and suit Mark Henry, though. Definitely a solid two. That, that, that's up there, too. So, <laughs> you've seen the cartoons with the big dog and the little dog, the little dog who never shuts up, and the big dog who has to clean up his messes. Mm-hmm. That's Anthony Agogo in the big show here. <laughs> so, Agogo is talking... All this shit. It's just going on and on and on. He's getting himself in trouble. The Big Show's bailing him out. Contractually obligated. A go-go comes in the ring. He's He tags himself in. Uh, so Pentico is down. So a go-go tags himself in. He's going to clean things up. He's talking, he's talking, he's talking. Big Show has had enough. <laughs> WMD. Oh, man. <laughs> To Anthony Agogo, who turns around into the world's strongest slam. Mark Henry pulls Serpentico on top. One, two, three. Serpentico yeah. and Mark Henry win the match. Beautiful. Um, the factory's takeover of Dark is not off to a good start. Cutie's <laughs> such a wonderful indie uh, wrestling heel. He's just like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. It's awesome. Yeah. So segment three, we have our women's match being Rebel against AQA. Okay. It's not great. That's why it's on dark. <laughs> uh, Rebel um, has a history of fake leg injuries as well as real leg injuries, but also fake ones. Uh, so Rebel fakes a knee injury. The referee, uh, the referee, um, checks on Rebel. Okay. Uh, who is clearly fine. AQA comes in, Rebel with a roll up, pulls the tights, one, two, three, Rebel is your winner. Aw, bum, 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 Not a good start for AQA. No, but at least she's not in the factory. <laughs> That's fair. Segment number four, we have Alan Angels managed by negative one, taking on Facade. This match lasts 11 seconds <laughs> when Alan Angels <laughs> does, for some reason, a leapfrog over facade. And while he's standing behind him, does his finisher, the wing snapper, which is like a backstabber. But you take a back bump and your feet go into the guy's back. Hold on. Okay. So we're thinking of a back. So a backcracker, a, ba- a backstabber, which is the knees into the back. So yeah. instead, it's. 
the, the legs? It's your feet. So, so it's like a leg press. Sort of. Yeah, okay. I just, I just wanted to, I don't think I've ever seen him do this move. I just looked it up. I just found out for the first time. Does uh, it look good? It actually looks pretty good. And it's extra embarrassing for Facade to lose in 11 seconds. Your winner, Alan Angels, with negative one. What's it called again? The, the, the wing, wing Snapper. Wing Snapper. While Decker looks that up, we get to segment number five on the show, which is a backstage promo factory in their locker room. QT is not very happy. Big Show was not in the locker room with them. He threw him out. He's still contractually obligated to be a member of the factory, but QT sent him home. This is what came up when I looked it up. Oh, okay. That's it. That's, that's, that's not that's it. it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> catching, no, that's it. Catching red snappers. Oh, I know why. Because I put in wing snapper, and then I thought I put finishing, but I put fishing. <laughs> also, inco- also, um, not as competent is the factory, and QT Marshall's like Nick Camarado. You're gonna right the wrongs now. Get out there. You have a match with Pretty Peter Avalon, and you're gonna fix this. And the go goes like, I got your back, and don't worry, I'm gonna uh, keep my cool this time. So we get to segment number six, which is Nick Camarado and Peter Avalon. And lo and behold, Anthony Agogo does not keep his cool. Yeah. Uh, his interference backfires. Ooh, that looks like that sucks. <laughs> like, because he grabs the arms. So it's, it's as if he's putting them up on a cross and then, uh, you know, doing the move. That looks like that sucks. Uh, well done. A movie you could do to anybody, also. Unless you do it to Mark Henry, and then he would crush you like a very large uh, leg press. <laughs> so, Anthony Gogo's interference backfires, and pretty Peter Avalon gets the win over Nick Camarado in six minutes. The factory's quest to take over Dark is now going even worse than it was before. Oh my god, what's Peter Avalon's crew? Uh, uh, him? Ryan Nemeth. Um, he had... I refuse um, to believe Ryan Nemeth is a person, by the way. <laughs> he had, um, the ultimate creative wrestler, Cesar Bononi. With yes, his, Cesar Bononi. With his bad and mustache. And weren't they, like, three groovy and, guys or something? Something like that. He had his, he has his bad mustache and bad-to-the-bone stomach tattoo. He looks like every bad <laughs> creative wrestler ever. So, we go backstage for segment seven. And uh Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler are hanging out backstage. And they have a six-man tag against Griff Garrison and the Gun Club, Austin and Colton. But they don't have a partner. So they're walking around backstage. What do we do? What do we do? And they run into Alan Angels. And they're like, hey, that was pretty impressive out there. Would you like to be our partner in this six-man tag? And Angels is like, yeah, sure. So that brings us to our next match, which is Griff Garrison, Austin Gunn, and Colton Gunn taking on Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, and Alan Angels with negative one. Angels again tries to lead Frog to start, but the Gun Club are huge because Billy Gunn's legit 6'8", and they're his kids. So it does not work. <laughs> they, they immediately start in the heat uh, on Angels. Uh, hot tag to Nakazawa eventually, who comes in, covered in baby oil, ready to go. Nice. Slips 
because he got baby oil everywhere. <laughs> Bradley Cutler doesn't even get you tag in because Nakazawa takes a famous error. One, two, three, the match lasts 10 minutes. Griff Garrison and the Gun Club are your winners. Griff Garrison and the Gun Club. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we're getting ready for the main event. But first, another backstage promo in the factory's locker room. QT has <laughs> had it. He is. <laughs> Anthony Agogo has messed things up. Nick Camarado lost. Agogo and the Big Show lost. So now it's time for QT Marshall to show them how it's done. It's time for him to stop being a member of a bowling team and be a professional wrestler. He takes off his bowling shirt and heads out to the ring <laughs> to take on Fuego Del Sol in the main event of Dark this week. There you go. And, and QT, uh, QT is um, putting up a pretty good fight because Fuego Del Sol is like 11 pounds. And uh, Fuego's trying. He has heart. He has fire. But QT is just beating on him and beating on him. He starts to get a little cocky, and that's when Fuego comes back. And in 10 minutes, with a Tornado DDT, Fuego Del Sol defeats QT Marshall. And Dark goes off the air with the factory in the ring and QT Marshall having a legit temper tantrum. (laughs) Because the factory's plans have been foiled. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I set you up good. (laughs) I set you up good. I gave you too many uh, factory people. I gave you uh, too many dark order people and negative one. And yeah, I set you up too good. <laughs> also, okay, good job. Peter Avalon stable is the wingman consisting of Peter Avalon, the, the now released Cesar Benoni and Ryan Nemeth and J.D. Drake. Yeah. I always said that because you cut out. Oh, yeah. J.D. Drake. J.D. Drake. Yeah, okay. I want to make sure I said that right. Yeah. No uh, no love for any of the, the bears in this. Uh, we didn't draft any of bear country. They weren't on the roster. They're not on the roster. Oh, man. I, I'm. Didn't they get a graphic at some point? I thought they did. I don't know that they're – yeah, I don't know that their roster page is fully up to date. Oh, I could have swore they, they were graphicked. Real quick. Who do you guys think is going to be the Joker in uh, the Owen Hart tournament? Is it going to be Claudio Casagnoli? Is it going to be Miro? Is it going to be Frank A. Gotch? It's going to be I don't think Singh. it's going to be Miro for the men. What do you say, Matt? It's going to be Satnam Singh. Oh, that's I a good last one. night that it, that it wasn't? Unless it's just red herring. I hope um, it's low-key. Uh, there's a lot of rumors out there that it's uh, John Gargano. Oh, that could be <laughs> just John Gargano. Hi. <laughs> I think I'm Johnny's brother, Jack Gargano. All right. So, Andy, what do you got? All right. So, my card, uh, we're starting off the show with Brock Anderson, who are now new tag team newly formed, and they are called Double A. Aaron Solo has now changed his look to look similar to Arn Anderson in both body type and hair. Um, The match goes five minutes. Arn Anderson and Brock hit double spine busters for the win. I want that to be... Match number two. 
the visual I feel of Aaron Solo as Arn Anderson is what really sells this. So I, that's like I want to. It's like I want Angel Garza, except he puts on a mask and puts on contacts and uh, gets shorter by five inches and he becomes Rey Mysterio Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, my second match is a fast-paced triple threat match between Tony Neese, Brian Pillman Jr., and a man with a box head. We don't know who he is right now because <laughs> I don't think that's been officially discussed. So it's he's debuting. Um, so at this point, the man with the box head is sitting outside on ringside. Uh, Kips, or uh, sorry. Tony Neese and Brian Pillman Jr. are are basically carrying the load for this match. Um, they're, you know, majority of the match, they're hitting all their spots and everything. Uh, Pillman ends up having Neese down. Looks like he's going to make the pin. At that point, the boxman gets in the ring and tries to get the cover. Boxman and Pillman are fighting over this, uh, giving Neese time to recover. Uh, Pillman turns around, he catches a jumping knee to the face, which has him fall into Kip Sabian, who then, or sorry, falls into the box head man. The big box falls man. To the corner. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the, the big box man, yes. <laughs> uh, Tony Nice does his running knee into the box man, which explodes the box, revealing that it is Kip Sabian, and Tony Nice ends up with the win for uh, this was for nothing, but yeah, it was a seven minute match. <laughs> this is a match where everyone loses until we hear, uh, the big box man theme song. Because if you've ever taken a trip down to Duval County, Florida, <laughs> was it, you won't get fucking nothing, especially not low and order. It'll be a hard time, <laughs> a hard time because the big box man is shitty for the fans. <laughs> and he makes us serve hard time. Box time. Big box man. The second okay. match, or, sorry, my third match is going to be my third match is going to be a another triple threat match. This one is going to be a big Haas fight, though. We have Brian Cage against Luchasaurus against Jake Hager. Um, I would actually Luchasaurus pay money is for basically that. see right. <laughs> uh, Luchasaurus is basically in the entire match uh, with Brian Cage and uh, Jake being heels, uh, so Luchasaurus getting beat down and then coming back and knocking one of the guys out for the other to come in. Um, Luchasaurus essentially starts getting double-teamed by Jake and Cage as they're working together. Uh, he ends up firing back, hitting uh, them with those tail whip kicks that he has on both of them, and then pins Jake Hager in about 10 minutes. Um, but overall, big, beefy uh, Haas fight between those three guys. Okay. Like that. The next match is, you guessed it, Frankie Kazarian <laughs> against <laughs> Luther, accompanied by Spooky Alex. <laughs> so, oh man, Spooky Alex needs to be This is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be a, a hardcore. Anything goes match. Starts off with Frankie Kazarian doing a running tope to the outside, taking out Alex, spooky Alex completely, so we don't see him anymore for the rest of the match. Um, 
turns into just, you know, a one-on-one hardcore fight uh, with Luther and Frankie just hitting each other with uh, some crazy stuff. Mostly Frankie beating down on Luther with a barbed wire chair, um, putting him through uh, some tables, things like that. Match ends when Frankie Luther sets up a table with thumbtacks. He wants to put Frankie through it. Frankie hits his flux capacitor off the top rope through the thumbtack table for the win. 13 minutes, Frankie Kazarian. And I'm not sure if you guys have been following who I've been using so far, but that brings us to our main event, and I have three people left. And the main event is Sean Spears. He is in the main event. He is now doing a Andy Kaufman gimmick. What? So Sean Spears in your main event is going oh to be God. facing Red Velvet what? and Leva Bates yeah. in a oh, handicap match. And this is not only a handicap match, but since Spears has beaten both of them in previous weeks, um, they want to they want to get the revenge on Spears. So it is a no DQ intergender handicap match. So Sean Spears basically brutally destroys Red Velvet and Leva Bates for 15 minutes with the chair to pick Fuck up the man. win. <gasps> God damn! It got dark. Hey, I'll be dark. Wow! This took a turn. Holy shit! You know who can save him? Big box man. So, holy shit! That that blindsided me there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was working with what you gave me, Matt. <laughs> this would absolutely be like. Uh, a rampage that was uh, uh, delayed and got pushed to 11, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it, it's like the Bret Hart, Vince McMahon, WrestleMania match of AEW Dark. <laughs> because that match is just Bret Hart hitting Vince McMahon with a chair for 26 minutes over yes. and over and over again. In my head, I see it more like those matches used to have in, like, No Mercy, where this, as soon as the guy would get up, you would time it correctly, where you just hit him with a chair again. And he would go yeah. down until, like, their power level was, like, fucked, or whatever it said at the bottom. <laughs> That's great. Just some flashes. Fucked. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> so now, the listeners, you may go to at the A Show on CKCC, vote for my uh, factory attempt to uh, overtake Dark or vote for Andy Kaufman, Sean Spears uh, <laughs> hitting Red Velvet and leave a base of the chair for literally 15 minutes. If if the factory was the BWO, who would come out and say, we're taking over? Would that be QT Marshall? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Unless his bowling shirts are blue. Uh, <laughs> um, we got three words for you. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is friends. <laughs> so, Andy, what do you have to plug? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Diamond City Sports, if you're in the northeastern Pennsylvania area, um, we do adult and youth recreational sports leagues. Um, we're actually going to pick up our 
van tomorrow. We got a, a new van that's now wrapped with our logo and everything, so we'll be driving that around <laughs> town, transporting things uh, from different fields and stuff. Uh, but, you know, we run uh, wiffle ball, speed ball, uh, youth flag football, adult flag football, dodgeball, all that stuff. Um, you can find us, Diamond City Sports, on all the social medias. Uh, Run Feet First Productions with my friend Jeff. Uh, we film punk, hardcore bands, uh, emo bands, r- some rap, things like that. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, uh, feetfirst.tv. It'll direct you right to our YouTube page, and then we're on all the social medias as Feet First Productions. In hindsight, that name was probably a bad idea because we get weirdos messaging us for, like, feet pictures sometimes and stuff. It's, yeah, we should have went with something else. <laughs> and then uh I review uh uh movies with uh Sheets Mozzarella Sticks uh Mozza ratings um on Instagram and Twitter. I think I covered it. Very good. We are on CKCC Radio. Go to ckccradio.com. Thank you as always to the crew at CKCC for keeping us um on the air as part of their roster. Uh, we got plenty of great shows, and also our friends at the Soon to Be Name Network, Soon to Be Name Network dot com, Soon to Be Name Network dot Tumblr dot com. Um, I'm gonna blow through this because we lost Decker. <laughs> um, also, uh, Who Gets the Hops with Irish Kevin Rick, uh, all of our friends at the IWEP Network, Pod Van Dam, also. Um, Brainwreck TV with Kevin Graham and Jason X, Not Another Sports Podcast with Jason and David, and an honorable mention with Shane Hagedorn. Next week, if all goes to plan, uh, Jared Hawkins and Coach Cal will be here for our next quarterfinal, and they're doing reverse draft current day NXT. Lots of bad to choose from there. Yeah, no, that's – throw a stone. You'll hit something. <laughs> Gentlemen. Hey, hello. Um, Welcome back. Oh, you're back. Do you guys hear me now? Yep. I ran through the plugs uh, and talked about next week we're going to do Jared Hawkins and Coach Cal with uh, Reverse Draft Modern Day NXT. Nice. As as long as everybody is, uh, uh, as long as everybody can pass a physical. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Um. And then also the final quarterfinal is going to be Jenna and Vince Lake, and we have to pick a topic for them yet. Holy mackerel. Yeah. God, you know, oh, God, they should do, like, since they're both, it's both their wheelhouses, uh, <laughs> reverse draft, all-time ECW roster. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm talking all-time. I'm talking... El Porter Cano against Chili Willie. <laughs> Do we include WWECW as well? Oh my god! You just do WWECW. That could be all time WWECW. I think they would both just like be very sad. Um, I mean, there's only so many times you could draft the rally towel guy. <laughs> or. Oh man, what was his name? DJ DJ uh, Gabriel Real? Yeah. Or Mike Knox with his weird like twelve and three 
<laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the infamous, uh, 705 post. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which sometimes also is like the, uh, the, uh, the 908 post. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you can put one hand here and the other hand kind Where of there. I wish you would have just gotten creative and like, just at some point, he just would have been like, you know, uh, 625. <laughs> so, we could do all-time ECW and include WWECW. Reverse. Reverse. Oh. Um, so, you can wind up with Chili Willie against the 705 pose Mike Knox. Uh, you can draft the, the cut on Hardcore Holly's back. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, um, God, who could be who could be the wild card? Like, has to be like anybody from like an ECW offshoot in Philly between two thousand five two thousand six or two thousand five and two thousand ten. Like, so, like Extreme Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what was that? Pro Wrestling Unplugged. <laughs> well, that just allows you to draft like Phil Stamper. Oh yeah, that would be fine. Um. I was thinking more along the lines of like, um, God, who's that geek from Pro Wrestling Unplugged? You know, the the crappy guy. The what? I don't know. I'm just trying to be funny. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do all time W uh, ECW, including WWECW. <laughs> the zombie. <sighs> Taking on Super Callow. <laughs> the dirt bike kid <laughs> against Lucky Cannon. <laughs> oh God, Lucky Cannon! Fuck. God, like, like Hack Myers taking on uh, the, the who is Kevin Thorne. <laughs> My favorite bad WWE CW guy will always be the rally towel guy because what the hell was that? Oh, Ricky Ortiz. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so so that's in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um Somewhere oh Jared and Coach Cal are like, what the fuck, man? We get NXT <laughs> Well, uh Coach Cal loves NXT. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, one time I saw him at Walmart in, in the town that we live in, in yeah. an NXT 2.0 t-shirt, or hoodie that he purchased on purpose. I was gonna say, that's, that's, that's one sale. <laughs> I was like, I'm yelling across the Walmart, like, Sean! Why are you wearing that stupid hoodie? <laughs> hey, I have something to plug. Go for it. Um, uh, going, uh, uh, coming up very shortly, um, a long anticipated, um, pod that me and, uh, my very, very, very great friend, uh, Michael Collis are going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be, we're going to try to do a, a serious wrestling pod reviewing, uh, chronologically the, uh, the Coliseum home videos. Oh. Yeah, they put them up on Peacock now. It was an idea that Mike had for a while, and I'm like, well, they're, it's going to be hard to get them on YouTube sometimes, man, but now they're up on Peacock. It's like, oh, let's go through them, you know? So we are, uh, 
you know, we are still in the, uh, still in the, the sussing it out phase of, uh, when we can do it and how we can do it and, uh, where we're going to put it on there. But, uh, uh, God, I think even Mike has, uh, come up with a, with a name. I, I, I wanted to call it, uh, live from the Hamburg field house, but, uh, it got extended. <laughs> so look out for that coming soon. Yeah. Andy, this was awesome. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Always. Um, these reverse, these reverse drafts are always so much fun. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how else would I book Sean Spears to beat the crap out of Red Velvet and Flavor <laughs> Base with the chair? <laughs> I like that. That's the only details. Like, it ends in a no contest. Everybody's just like horrified. And Tony Khan just comes out and he's like, you ruined it. You ruined everything. <laughs> you get the, um, uh, technical difficulty screen, but it's the one from 30 Rock with the Peacock with the wrench and the hammer. <laughs> I was always partial to the one of Kent Brockman with his, with his head coming apart and a cuckoo clock coming out of his head. This has been an adventure. Um, <laughs> so either I will return in the semifinals or Andy will. Andy, thank you as always. Um, until next week, my name is Matt. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next week here on the A-Show.